Hallelujah. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I believe that God's going to bring some healing. Hallelujah. Some freedom, deliverance, healing this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm just a bunch of noise. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I'm nothing. And if I give away all I have and if I deliver up my body to be burned and I have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. Love is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. Love is not irritable or resentful. Love does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Verse 13, so now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Lord, open wide our hearts. Thank you for what you're doing right now. I want you to notice that the emphasis of this scripture is not on what we do with love, but what love is. What love is, and the nature and expression of love when it resides in you. This is not about me trying to be kinder, trying to be more patient. Because if love does not reside in you, and you try and be more patient, it's going to irritate you. But what, when love abides in you, it will, without even thinking about it, respond with kindness. Without even thinking about it, not look for any praise. Without even thinking about it, respond in a way that's honoring. When love resides in you, it's powerful. It's powerful. Love is. Love is. So, I think I want love to abide in me. And I think I want to abide in love. 1 John 4, verse 16 says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. We have come to know, to understand and experience and believe and put our trust in the love that God has for us. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him.
So when love abides in you, God abides in you, because God is love. And when you abide in love, you abide in God, because God is love. Hallelujah. So I want to open my heart to love. Hallelujah. Because when my heart is open to allow love to come in and abide, God comes in. God comes in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I'm thinking about abide, I come to a scripture that um, really was given to me fresh this week, which was, if you abide in me and I abide in you, then you will bear much fruit. And then Jesus goes on to say, and without me, so without this abiding in me and me abiding in you, you can do nothing. And I looked up that word nothing uh, in uh, the helps Bible dictionary, which I like because it talks more my language. And it said, this word is not just about doing, but it, it also carries the idea of manufacturing. Without me, I like that word, so I grabbed that one. Without me, you can't manufacture this. You can't manufacture this kindness. You can't manufacture this patience. You can't manufacture this not responding rude when somebody responds rude to you. You can't manufacture it. Whatever is inside of you living is what's going to come out when you get jostled. So either He's abiding in you and you're abiding in Him and you're abiding in Him and He's abiding in you and it's love because God is love. And so when love is abiding in you, then patience. If you have to think hard about it, it's you manufacturing. i got to really try and be patient here. No. God, there's an area in me that's responding with impatience. It's an area in me that does not yet know your love. Is not secure in your love. Is not healed by your love. I need you to come into that area. Thank you for this situation that opened the doorway to my need. I now come into your presence, Lord. Not hiding my impatience, not running from it. Bringing that area to you, asking you to cleanse it and fill it with who you are, because you are love. And when I develop the habit of opening my heart to him, my heart becomes his habitation. Hallelujah. And I live in God and God lives in me. Now the scripture says in 1 John 4 verse 19 that we love because he first loved us. So first of all, we need to come to an understanding 
of this love. Romans chapter 5 says that when we were sinners, when we were powerless, when we were actually hostile in our hearts towards Him, His love came, reached out to redeem us, to bring us to Himself. And now, we live in a relationship with Him that the, the Word says, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so we need to come into a reality that no matter what kind of, am I allowed to say it from the pulpit? What kind of crap comes up in your life? You're loved. Don't hide it from him. Bring it to him. You're powerless to overcome it on your own. So open it up to him. God, that that came out of my mouth, that expression, God, that attitude that just shone out of my eyes in that situation, God, that tension that filled my body at that moment, that's coming from that crap. And God, I just bring it to you. I acknowledge that it is not coming from you and flowing out of your love in me. It's not. I acknowledge that. And I turn from trying to justify it or hide it. I repent. I repent. That worry, that anxiousness and fear is not coming out of a heart that's secure in your love. I'm powerless to overcome it without your love. And so, Lord, I bring it to you. Hallelujah. 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 Do you want to know a good place for this to happen? Go into a place where you can shut the door. And you're just there with God and your attitudes. You're just there with God and all the running of thoughts and things that are going on. Just watch what begins to percolate up to the top. And don't go, oh, excuse me, I'll go out and get it all straightened out before I come back in so that I can stand before you. No, stand there with it. Stand in silence. Don't keep on trying to tell God how much better you're going to do, because you're not. Tell God where you're at and open up your heart so that his love can come in and bring healing. Don't know where it's coming from. Don't know why it's there. But God, hallelujah, somehow in my heart, I need you. Somehow in my heart, I need you. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, which we read teaches us that we're to pursue love. To pursue love and desire the gifts. And that if we pursue the gifts, but we don't pursue love, then what's going to flow out of us is not what God's looking for. We want to be filled with His love. So the motivation behind is His love, His compassion, His goodness, his tenderness, his kindness.
It's not about us. It's not about us. It's not about us. So that when love is flowing out of us, and we go to pray for somebody, and there's no miracle, it's not, why? No, 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 no. God, thank you for the opportunity to love them. To show them kindness. And sometimes that heals an area in their life that you didn't even know was broken just because you came in faith in the goodness of God and the love of God and touched their lives. Now, don't think I'm not believing for the supernatural power of God to bring healing. But let's start with love. Let's start with love. This means that our passion should be for love to inhabit and possess every aspect of our personality, every aspect of our being, every part of our soul, possessed and saturated with the love of God. That's a wonderful pursuit. A wonderful pursuit. But since love comes as a response to being loved, we love because He first loved us. My pursuit is to open every part of my being to love encounters with God and to recognize that when unloving, dishonoring, and hurtful things, when fears and anxiousness arise in my heart, these are invitations. These are invitations. You have discovered. Now one great way to increase your invitations is fasting. Because when you can't go to your normal comfort routine, then these areas in you kind of rise up. But if you mix fasting with prayer, which means I'm going to take what rises up into that place of I need you, oh I need you, then He can come in. And you can actually speed up the process of abiding and living in love. Hallelujah. Just saying, like, you know, nobody's forced to go there. No one. I want to read Psalms 131. Just a verse that's come to me this week, and it's one I'm jumping into. It says, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I don't occupy myself with things too great, too marvelous for me. Now, I don't know for sure when the occasion of this psalm is, but I could well see this being David out in the desert, out in the wilderness, running from Saul. David before God going, I do not understand this. I was anointed as king of Israel, and I have not been trying to go after that with ambition. Instead, I was allowing God to cause me to rise up to the throne. But somehow, God anointed me. Somehow, He gave me an anointing to kill the lion and the bear, and a faith that when I heard the voice of Goliath, I just had to rise to the challenge. And somehow, when I rose to the challenge, the anointing of God came on me. 
And somehow, great, when that happened, I rose up and I slew Goliath. And somehow the songs began to rise that said, Saul slayed his thousands, but David has slayed his ten thousands. And then somehow Saul's jealousy erupted against me so that now I'm this anointing that's come upon my life, this anointing to be king has driven me from the castle, has driven me from the place of power, has driven me out from my people, has driven me away from my home, has driven me, and now I'm running for my life and I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. The anointing is on my life for worship and it was recognized and they brought me into the king's palace and all I wanted to do was sing songs so that he could be comforted in his spirit, but he threw his spear at me twice and and now I'm running for my life. I don't understand. I don't understand. God, why, 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 why? No, stop. It's not for me to argue with the purposes and plans of God. I am not engaging in that. I'm not engaging in that. I don't occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. What is a weaned child? What is the picture? This is a child that has cried itself to sleep because I want mommy's breast. I want mommy's breast. I want milk, 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 milk. I want mommy's breast. I want my, I don't understand. Why is it not coming? I used to cry before and I always got mommy's breast and I don't have mommy's breast now. Why not? I'm not getting the comfort. I'm not getting the satisfaction. I'm not having my needs met. What's going on? And get to a point where I am just comforted and asleep and secure in the love of my mother, not the milk from her breast. And so I don't understand why these things are happening in my life. I don't know why this is going on. And there's a cry in me that says, God, just meet the need. God, just answer. God, just come true. God, just do this. God, I want relief. God, I want, I, want, I want this to go away. Why, why, why? But we need to come to a place where we can just find comfort for our soul that we are in His arms, that we are secure, that our soul learns to rest in the arms of Jesus. And so, Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who saves. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you in his love. He will exalt over you with singing. To learn how to allow him to quiet you in his love. To sing over you. Oh, I can picture that mom singing over the child, calming the child down. Yeah. The Scriptures tells us describes in Romans chapter 5 that 
We've been justified by faith. We have access to grace. And now we go through times of, of challenges and difficulties. And through those times of challenges and difficulties, we learn endurance. And through that, our character is formed. And as that process goes on, it says that the Holy Spirit sheds the love of God in our hearts. I believe that part of that process is that our hearts, in the midst of the difficulties, learn to look to Him for the the patience and the strength and the perseverance that we need so that the reason why our character is formed is because it is formed in and upon His love. And in that process, it's almost like cement coming in, eh? Love of God pouring into areas of our lives so that we become strengthened and we become built up and we grow so that love has become the very strength of who we are. God allows process to open up areas that need to be transformed by His love. And that this means that during the process, our initial response may be loving and dishonoring. Like I said, stuff may come out of us that we, well, we might think is normal to start with and then we recognize is, is, is not who we are anymore. But it, it's okay. It's okay. You're loved. Your foundation is you're loved no matter what's coming up in this process. So we should not be condemned or shamed or even discouraged by these. But we shouldn't ignore them. We should not ignore them or justify them. A lot of times these things inside of us that are coming up, you're not actually to blame for them. A lot of times it's because of nurture that we have been denied or uh, hurtful things that have been done and we're just, we're just responding out of the lack or the hurt that's in our lives. And God's love has not yet been able to get down into those areas and shine His light and shine His goodness and shine His love and shine His kindness and bring His healing. So you're not to blame for the fact that they are to coming up, but you are responsible. You're not to blame, but you are responsible. And your response needs to be to open those areas so that the love of God can pour in and bring His healing. So these are invitations many areas of our lives. Guys, this is going on all the time. This is going on all the time. See, a lot of times we think being filled with the Spirit, be filled with the Spirit. Don't be drunk as with wine, which means you're going to fill your body with, with something that's going to intoxicate you so that you, you are somehow dulled to the reality of the pains and difficulties that are around you. Sorry, that's going to go away. And you're going to come back up and you're going to face it again and you're going to have to keep on doing this routine until you become in bondage to it and destroyed by it. But instead of running in that direction to bury it, come and be filled with the Spirit. Open your heart and your pain to the light and the goodness of His love.
Be open and honest in his presence. Okay, be open and honest with others who can minister his love into you if needed. Do you guys realize that there must, there must be a deluge of love coming down from heaven. There must be a floodgate that is open. And there must be a, 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 a pouring out of God's love without measure. There must be. Because look at all the invitations that your life represents. For love to come in and love to flood down and love to fill. Oh, people of God, He longs to hold you in His arms and comfort you in His love and sing His songs of delight over you so that they can find a place resonating within you. So that your worship and your praise flow as an echo to the songs He has sung into you. Hallelujah. So now turn with me to one last verse. Ephesians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. Just think of that word, Father, for a second. This is the perfect Father. This is the nurturer. This is the one who Though he allows situations in our lives that we must face in order to grow, it is all bathed in love. This is a relational word that God wants us to have. I bow before the Father from whom every family in heaven and earth is named. Belonging that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ, the Son of His love, may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted or founded, your foundation, is love. You being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all of the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. The strength to comprehend to grasp with all saints, it means it's for every single one of you, what is the height and depth and length and breadth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. So to know, to understand and experience the love of Christ which will, will always be beyond your understanding and your experience. Always be beyond your understanding and your experience. Always be beyond. There's more love, which means you're always going to have new areas in your life and in your heart 
that are just waiting for this love, just needing this love. And as they open up to you, you're going to find his love comes in and comforts and heals those areas and new areas. So you never stop hungering after this love. Hallelujah. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you can be filled. You can be filled. You can be filled with all the fullness of God who is love. All the fullness of God who is love. Hallelujah. 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 So first of all, hallelujah, let me prophesy that you are going to become aware of incredible multitude of invitations to open up to his love. You're going to become aware of them in your life, but they're not going to be negatives anymore. They're going to be invitations. They're going to be invitations. Faith is going to rise for you to come into the presence of God. Listen, coming into the presence of God, oh, it's wonderful if you can find an hour, two hours, four hours, five hours to find a place of solitude in His presence. And the more you can make solitude happen, the more you can find that place of, of silence in His presence allowing this stuff to surface instead of burying it and pushing it down, the more you can do that, shutting yourself away with Him, the better off you are. The more He can pour in as you are there just opening up before Him. Okay, But if you don't have that, hallelujah, you can pull off for five minutes from the side of the road in your car. Hallelujah, you're used to being five minutes late anyways. So, just pull off for five minutes. Hallelujah, and just... Okay, God, hallelujah, I recognize I'm going into this day, hallelujah, and I'm carrying anxiousness. God, I know I'm coming into this day, and there's an anger going on inside of me. I just open that anger to you. Come and fill me. Come and fill me. Here's my heart, O God. Here's my heart, O God. Speak what is true. Because if I am carrying this anxiousness and fear, if I am carrying this edginess, if I am carrying this anger inside of me, I am believing a lie and I do not know your love. Speak what is true. Because I am yours. Hallelujah. Wow. There's some truth. I am loved. Man, pure. There's some truth. Rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. And drink in His goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
I just, I want to make myself available to just minister the love of God into anyone who just says, you know what? I recognize, you know, this isn't a magic wand, everything, because this is a process. Actually, I'm not going to do that. Just stand up. Just stand up. Not going to do that. Hallelujah. 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 As much as you can. Okay, I will make myself available by the way to pray, but I'm not just going to do it with, I'm not doing like an altar call here. Okay, as much as you can, put your hands on each other. Hallelujah. Now, I'm actually going to have, take your hands off, because take your hands off for a second, just one second. You remember the woman who said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. I want you to recognize right now, when you touch that person next to you, you are touching the body of Christ. I want the person reaching out to touch, to be touching as I'm going to receive through that person. I'm going to receive through that person, okay, the virtue that flows from Christ. I am reaching out to touch his body. Let's do it now. Hallelujah. Let's do it now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even in this place, Father, let your love flow. We open our hearts to you. Here's our hearts, Lord. Let your love flow into the depths of our being. We are opening our hearts for the healing, comforting love of the Holy Spirit to invade, to live in and inhabit the deep places of our lives. We receive it now flowing through your body. And we receive healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.